We're still working out these bugs, so if we are live, hey, good news. And if we're not, we'll speak to the walls. Hey, look, there's my belly. Uh, it's we're what we shouldn't be watching this back. Um, we're live announcing our own live stream. Yeah, we're live announcing our own live live stream. A Thirty second delay announcement of our live stream. A live stream. Um, it's our nearly live stream. Okay, I want to see. Can you do me a favor and pull up the chat window over there? Because I'm, I'm not 100%. Like, make two windows. Uh, I'm not sure where the chat window is. Go, it's scroll all the way to the bottom. Look, there's people chatting. Uh, make that bigger because I can't see shit. I'm blind, friend. That's for super chat. You got to just keep that other window up. You tell me what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Uh, on the struggle bus. Yes! You can see that? I don't know why you're waiting here. We're live. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We'll do it live. Um, okay. So this is an experiment. I don't want that up on the screen. Oh, yeah, that's going to be really confusing. I can't that. No, you can't. Um, we just have to hope for the best. We do. I'm going to tell people that we're streaming on Twitter. Well, isn't this interesting? We're on the interwebs. I'm not often on the interwebs in this format. And we don't really start until I say the whole, welcome to the Interwebs podcast. Um, tell me what we're going to do. see if I can. I'm going to give people a link to it so they can come watch. You know, I think that's how this works. Oh, everybody can see my screen. That's fun. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah, look at that live now. Okay, so if I click that. Then I click this, and I know how the internet works. Oh shit! I just heard myself. Let's uh, let's uh, turn off the volume on your thing there. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Oh, I can see the chat too. I can say something. Hi. Um, okay. Don't dad click your way. Ah, yes. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about being a dad. Um, that's funny. All right. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's start it. We'll do it live. Yes. We're doing it live. All right. Welcome to episode 261 of the Hooniverse podcast. Or episode one of the video podcast. Uh, one of the video podcasts. Maybe yeah. one of one. Uh, we'll see. No, <laughs> no. We're going we're gonna to give this a shot and see how this goes. It's a very limited edition post-Comic-Con uh, special? No. No. No, it's not. No. Um, I hope everybody can hear us all right. I'm sure we will hear that. We'll see it. We'll get real-time yes. feedback if they can't hear us. People in chat, please let us know if you can hear us well or not. I have a little bit of control here with this little black box in front of me. Yeah. Okay. So let's do this. I actually did this old school with the proper podcast rundown for episode 261. At some point, we'll put uh, – everybody can see my rundown. That's like cheating. That's bullshit. Yeah. If you don't mind, Jeff, I'm not actually going to address you face-to-face. -face. I'm just going to look at you in the monitor here. <laughs> That's fine. Because it's – easier um great um i'm feeling very ron burgundy right now i know it's weird I, i'm gonna keep looking at the chat and it's gonna fuck me up but we'll get through this all right episode 261 of the hooniverse podcast here we go we're kicking this off someone jonathan klein's <laughs> texting me fuck you klein um i gotta turn my phone off um Thank you, people. I oh, thank you for good. letting us know that the chat is working. <laughs> the content isn't good but the sound is good that's good all right the news the news. We're doing this proper. Um, All right. You can look at me. You don't I'm, have to I'm just... looking at you there. Okay. Um, <laughs> first up in the news, <laughs> Aston Martin has shared specs. Oh, look at that. We made money. We're $1.99. Shut it down. We're Thanks, done. Thanks, We're done. We're done? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so Aston Martin has 
Uh, oh, it's a little hot. Mm. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn it down just just the hair. Let Aston, me know if that's too much. Aston Martin has shared specs on its Valkyrie supercar. It has a Cosworth built engine. It's a six and a half liter V12. Mm-hmm. It is the highest output for a naturally aspirated engine. Non-turbo. Okay. 1,130 mother effing horsepowers. Yeah, that's a lot that's not an F1 car. Uh, I mean, it basically is a future F1 car. Um, so it's... Wow. It's it's the most power from a production car and NA engine ever. What is the compression ratio on it? Oh, I have no fucking clue. I don't think they've rate said that yet, but it's Cosworth built. It's so 1,900 it's to 1? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but that's... I mean, that's amazing. They're making 20... I don't know. Maybe the 25 number is the AMR Pros, and I forget what the other number is. But they are definitely making... Um, they're making enough of them that it's going to be awesome. Mike is better no longer. Joke. Um, Jonathan, I'm going to read Jonathan Klein's text, too, just because he says, read in Boston accent. I'm not going to. Hello, yes, this is Jonathan from Inglewood, first-time caller. Okay, funny stuff. Uh, maybe we'll get to that later, actually, Jonathan. That is funny. Hooniverse, upside down. All right, so that's amazing. Um, I'm sure it's going to be shown to very wealthy people at Pebble Beach, and that's going to be good things. And um, It's a car that I will never, ever drive. Um, it's a car that... I, I've seen prototype versions of it, and I'd be impressed to see production versions. But it's it's just one of those unicorn machines that if you ever see one, you'll literally. Oh yeah, it. I mean we'll never touch one unless we get cancer and like become twelve years old again and get like the Make a Wish Foundation. Make a to wish. Come, John I mean, Cena will deliver it. Do you know John Cena has done the most Make a Wish? Um, I and strangely things? enough, I don't follow wrestling at all, but I did catch that. So that tells you that like they've been pushing that hard as far as PR I mean, good goes. For, good for John Cena. All right. Yeah. Second bit of news. There's a BMW M5 for sale at the Gooding Auction at Pebble Beach. Now, that's not the crazy thing. It is okay. a 2002 E39. I was going to ask what generation first. 2002 E39 okay. with under 500 miles. What uh, do you think the pre-auction estimate is? Uh, my guess is they're probably going to... just a touch hot. Am I? Hold on. I will. Thanks, turn. Eric. There we go. I'm down ever so slightly. Just, just a slight tweak. Um... I don't know. I'm going to guess they're asking like 60K or something for it. <laughs> the pre-auction estimate is between 140,000 and 180,000. No, it's not. This is not a reality any of us live in. That so, car is not worth that much money. It uh, never will be. Online, because I, I checked when I wrote an article on this earlier for Motor Authority, online, um, I looked up prices just like on AutoTrader or something, 50 to 60,000 mile examples are asking forty to fifty thousand. Hundred thousand mile examples are asking nineteen to twenty thousand. This the owner of this guy this car is a guy from San Diego. He mm -hmm. bought the car at uh, B, um, BMW of San Diego, and apparently he's an avid collector. And if he if he finds a model that he thinks is going to go up in value, but he still wants to drive, he buys two of them. So he did. So it wasn't a case of like you know what I'm going to buy this and it's an investment. Um, so he bought those the way I bought NES minis. Yeah. Yeah, you're the reason nobody could find them. Um, well, I just financed my own by selling the other one at an inflated rate. Oh, there you go. So he, so theoretically, uh, I believe from the listing, it says he bought two of these. He drove one, which is great because it is, you know, the original super sedan. Mm -hmm. And then he stored one away. It has 437 miles on it. Um, That's still ridiculous, though. That amount of money for that car it is, it is ridiculous. not worth it. It's being sold with no reserve. So it'll be very interesting to see. I'll offer him $39. I mean, have you driven one of those? Mm -hmm. They're totally not worth anything more than like 20 grand. 
No, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I, um, I drove one, and it, it was a case of Meet Your Heroes. It was everything I hoped it would I, be. I, I thought it was Meet Your Heroes, and that it was, you know, it hit on your mom and then kicked you in the shin. Um, that seems, that's that's harsh. That's that's called going to, to a Red Sox game. Um, wow. Wow. But feeling, feeling triggered <laughs> over here. Um, um, <laughs> no, it's just a matter of, like, I, I've driven that car. And they were, while very, very good for the time, um, not what I would call impressive by today's standards. Oh, I just realized we're having video inception on the screen. Look oh, at yeah, this yeah, shit. yeah. See, if, if we scrolled it up ever, like if you scrolled your screen down a little more. Or if I just do this and don't have that up. <laughs> you could do that, uh, but then we lose inception. No, no, that's fine. I didn't want the inception. Um, so it's, it's, I can't wait to see what this car goes for. The auction, the Gooding auctions go off August 24th and 25th at up at Pebble, Monterey Car Week. Um, the price is bananas, but yeah, there could be some wealthy guy who's our age and growing up, he saw you know the BMW films. Remember they did those movies with uh, Carl oh yeah Bowen. yeah yeah. Um, they had the various directors for each yep, one of them. Yeah, great great series, incredible marketing. The M5, there was an amazing one directed by Guy Ritchie with Madonna. That was such that was one of the best ones. Um, so there could be a kid who saw that as a younger man, did well in life, and is like you know what, fuck it, I want a brand new. E39 M5, and there it is. They're crazy, but maybe, I mean, maybe? Uh, yeah, it's insane. I, I've driven one of those and like only like a year ago, and like it was great for its time, but like it's so underwhelming by today's standards. Oh my God, I disagree. I loved it. It was so. You were dialed into the car. The steering was great. The, the manual gearbox was great. The engine just pulled and pulled. It even had that funny, goofy nav system. You mean you the drove? Sh you drove the Rick Radcliffe one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Um, I loved it, but so we'll see what happens. Yeah, that. Um, see, like, if you were going to do any of those, I, I look at the E60. I think the E60 is the most unique of the M5s, yeah. just because. Well, it has literally the V10 race motor. I know, but I don't give a shit about V10s. Oh, that's they're, they're terrible sounding engines. You're wrong. They're terrible in the Viper and everything else. It's <laughs> magic. Mm. Give me in, give me balanced engines. Even though I do like fives and threes, so I don't I don't even know who I am. Um, you you're just wrong. Whatever. You're gonna want a seven cylinder or something next, aren't you? I'm a radial engine. I want a nine cylinder radial engine. Um, all right, moving okay. forward. Okay, Raf. Toyota has priced its 2019 TRD Pro, the Tundra TRD Pro. And they've updated, uh, Toyota's updated the whole TRD Pro family for 2019. And I believe that was the one where Jalopnik showed it off as the scoop upon the scoop. Road and track. They, road, well, and track. road and track did it, and then Jalopnik also wrote about it. Yeah. It was going, I did a Photoshop of like another scoop on the roof. Um, so the 2019 TRD Pro Tundra is being priced just $895 less than a Raptor. That's wrong. However, here's the thing. Well, it is wrong, but yeah. uh, Ford has also updated the Raptor for 2019, and that price is based on a 2018 Raptor, so the Raptor could climb a bit higher as well, which it'd be crazy not to. They've already bumped the price twice. If you're spending $60,000, what's $1,000 one way or another? It's just over 50. Um, but if you're buying a Tundra TRD Pro and you're within a grand of a Raptor, you're crazy to not get the Raptor. Yeah, because honestly, the Tundra, I mean, I think the Ford's going to have some 
probable longevity issues with the forced induction engine um, just because they still have carbon issues, at least like as far as I know on all EcoBoost stuff they do. They haven't solved it. So I would, I'd be willing to bet that Toyota's going to last a lot longer, but you don't buy either of those trucks in that segment for a truck that's going to last a long time. You're buying it because you want to buy a big, dumb, fast truck. Right. Um, and it, it it's significantly down on horsepower it it feels like a heavier truck i don't know if it is i would assume it is you know aluminum versus steel and all that but they both have a lot of hefty uh off-road stuff so who knows um wasn't a tundra 45 yeah it was yeah um yeah you guys are right absolutely so but the tundra uh, so they they swapped the suspension for true fox suspension so it has real deal off-road hardware the trd pros were always good toyota made them significantly better it's just not it shouldn't be within the same thing right it shouldn't be within striking distance of um a trd of a raptor the raptor's the king uh and nothing has dethroned it yet no it's like you know it's just you're not comparing the same thing it's like oh i bought a celica it's the same as buying a cobra right right no um, now we're moving on to the, the last bit of news, and I'm going to pull up pictures for this because we can do that now. I know. Sorry, isn't that fancy? Sorry for the um, – oh, there's that 437-mile BMW, so we can see that. Um, I wonder if I can make this – oh, look. I made it bigger. Oh, look at that. I did something technical. It's like we got technology and stuff. Um, so, it's, I mean, it's just super, super and clean. FYI, this whole light situation will yeah, get we're fixed. Fixing that. Uh, we're it's a dry run. This I love is the this. first time we've done this. The material it comes with has an original VHS tape. That's worth the hundred eighty thousand alone. Uh, <laughs> just yeah, VHS. Now you just got to find a VCR to play it in. Uh, so I don't want to. Br- that's not why I'm bringing this up. I just got excited because I saw that on here. The thing I'm bringing up is there is a Porsche nine five nine also heading to auction at Pebble Beach. Now that's not something crazy in and of itself, but this one has been in an accident. Oh yeah, I've seen this one. Um, so this car is uh we don't have the it the whole front end of the nose actually i can make this bigger um watch so this is the it drives it runs and drives but (laughs) that's some serious damage Um, when parked so the crazy thing about this car is that the pre-auction estimates is 450 to 550 thousand dollars as it sits this car has less than four thousand miles on it now, less than a year ago, mm-hmm. this car was offered for sale through like you could you found it on some forums. Um, it was in great shape, and it was it was uh, the owner was asking one point three million, which makes sense for a nine five nine. You know, I it's, I like him back to um, you know when when Leno talks about some of this stuff, he goes, yeah, but if you crash a car that's that valuable, it doesn't lose that much money because somebody will always pay to rebuild. Well, somebody it. somebody's going to pay to rebuild it. Yeah. But, but my thing is here that over the over the course of less than 200 miles from when it was listed clean to listed broken, somebody made a $750,000 to $850,000 mistake. Yeah. The auction listing doesn't even reference the crash. So whoever did it is like their ego is destroyed, as it should be, I guess. But you know what? Somebody will fix it, and then nobody will care that it was ever crashed again. Well, also, it's being auctioned Actually, in Northern it might California. Actually, which is where Canepa is. Yeah. Canepa, Canepa. I say yeah. Canepa. I don't know if that's right. Um, but that, that, I mean, you just, you buy it, you truck it to Canepa, you have them fix it, you're good to go. 
still, it's gonna be expensive as fuck to fix. Uh, it is, but it's, it's only go. It will only appreciate. The the crash in that will be a mere anecdote in that car's history in twenty years. Right. True. Nobody will care. It'll be a story that it, it, I mean, it'll add, oh, that's the crash nine five nine. Oh, well bucked. I don't. And it's funny. Like I just brought up Leno, but I never really watched Leno stuff because I, I just got a little burnt out on it after a while. I mean, he does good stuff, and you know. Uh, I know people that handle their PR and everything, and like everybody over there, it's just, you know, we get burnt out on the stuff we've seen a million times. But they just covered, I, I just happened to watch, they did a, uh, the shoe, they covered the Shoepan car. I don't I know if you guys can hear, hear, hear that, sirens. but. Um, that's like a, like a Hooniverse podcast thing. Yes, although here it's probably just somebody drowning at the beach and not being shot outside my window. That's probably better. Yeah. Um, at least I'm, you had I'm a good day at the beach. So I can see the chat. Uh, I'm not pulling anything um, up over here. But they had one of the the Chupon uh, uh, Porsches on. Uh, holy shit! I saw car. that. I did. I, I, it's amazing. It's rare. It doesn't do anything for me. It's cool just because it's so odd. Um, but the thing that killed me is that that car came in there with one mile, and they let them put like another four on it. Right. Uh, and I was just like, that's incredibly generous of the owner. Um. I mean, it doesn't affect the value in any way, but still, I mean, Leno's now driven that guy's car more than that guy drove his car. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, that's the news. Now we are moving on to uh, trying Rolls. to yeah, like, exactly. Like glasses Rowan keep Atkinson. coming on and off because I'm trying to keep track of the chat here too. Your contact son. Yeah, uh, exactly like Rowan Atkinson's car. Yes. Uh, well, without the the Ro Mr. Bean. Um, Ownership chain. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is Rowan Atkinson's car, all the helmets are, like, turkey-shaped. That's awesome. Uh, we're moving to questions from the audience, and these yeah. are the, the pre-written, pre-asked questions that I send out a tweet or Patreon or whatever, you know, and everybody knows Patreon is better than everybody else. Um, so Although Super Chat we're now very fond of as well. Yeah. Um, Patreon's been here longer. Super Chat. You're catching up. Instant gratification on the Super <laughs> Chat, though. Seriously. Uh, first question from Patreon. Marshall Cash. I just listened to the TST podcast with Aloha Alo Roof Jr. I didn't catch it live. Do you think someone will eventually do something like that with a Japanese make or car uh, where they specialize in one car and do continuation or base custom vehicles on them like the new Roof CTR? I think at some point, yeah. I think it's to. inevitable. Um, there, there are companies that do... They don't specialize. Well, so JDM Legends in Utah, they actually got their own TV show out of it. It's good guys. I'm very happy for them. They do just Japanese cars, um, but they don't specialize in one make or model. Uh, I'm sure if there isn't one already outside of the U.S. doing it that we don't know of, there will be at some point somewhere yeah. someone doing it. It's um, somebody's cool to gonna do. It. Somebody's gonna do it with like 240. 240Zs. That's or they're gonna do it with Skylines. I, I can see 240Zs being or more. What's the ultra rare classic Toyota? 2000 GT. The 2000. GT, I just I yeah. think that one's a little bit too untouchable. So that'd be like if if Roof was like, let's do nine nothing but 918 Spiders. And but, even um, like uh, the Celicas, or if you live anywhere outside of the United States, the Celica. Celica. Uh, it still blows. I can't say Celica. It just bothers me. No, it's a weird sounding word. It sounds it like is. something is wrong um, with your stuff. But Speed Academy guys, shout out to them. They've been doing great episodes on their car. Um. Yeah. Um. Totally. I, I think so. Do that with Japanese. Cars. The answer is yes. And I give it some point, and somebody will be doing it with WRXs in probably twenty or thirty years too. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, a Singer STI. 
Dan Mosqueda asks, great video on the Volvo V90 wagon. Thank you. I've been seeing a lot of Volvos pop up lately. Do you think the prospect for them is looking up? No. Uh, well, for Volvos, <laughs> yes, but not wagons. We will see a cup. Will we, will we see a coupe like the Sublime Bertone 740 Coupe or a sports car from Volvo? Sports car, yes, but it's going to be sports sedan. The, the Polestar is building their Polestar car. Uh, oh, someone says the new Raptor is port injection, so that helps. Oh, yeah, that does help um, that's a lot. That's a very good comment. Um, we cannot fact, well, we could fact check you, but I don't, I don't want to. I'm going to trust you. Fake news. I um, just assumed that I was wrong. So, <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, the Polestar car sounds amazing. Not like a Polestar edition car, but Polestar as a separate brand is building a uh, their own sports sedan, and it sounds like it's going to be amazing. I agree with you, Jake. I think Volvos are luxurious as hell, but not everybody yeah. feels the same way. Vol I mean, that's the only way they could tackle the U.S. market at this point is nobody was going to buy them because they couldn't get to a low enough price point to where they were going to be mass market. They tried to go after just the safety thing, and while they are safe as hell, they're certainly not the only brand chasing that because Subaru does that very well cheaply. The only thing about a Volvo is that it you get into it and you're like, this is just simplistically beautiful and luxurious. But then when you finally get Might into... Might you say Scandinavian in yes, design? Yes, it's very Scandinavian. Yeah. Um, but then when you actually go in and sit in like an actual, you know, like... Um, E400 wagon or an A8 or a, a, even a base 7 series base S class you're like oh shit there's like there's just a little bit something extra there but I do I love what Volvo's doing and I loved the V90 I liked it yeah man I mean they're, they're good cars um, I mean it's not really my cup of tea for the most part but they're they're building great stuff and I can recognize them for that um, some of their engine stuff they get going on now where they're doing compound charging and stuff like that is a little um a little beyond what I would consider reasonable because I look at those and go, they're going to be a mechanical nightmare. But if you're kind of looking at I think at they that, were right out of the gate, and yeah. I think they quickly sorted it. I, I could be wrong about that. but I, I, just, I mean more on the long-term basis, though. Yeah. Um, but I suppose if it's a luxury car, you yeah. they don't if really care. If you're the first owner, who gives a fuck? Because you're probably leasing it anyway, and right. it's an $80,000 or $90,000 no, car. No, that's the thing. The V90 wagon I had was just over sixty. Shut your mouth. I swear to God. Okay. That's the thing that where you look at it, you go, how is it? It's... It's rare to find a vehicle in today's market. You go, this is priced low. Everything else is high, with the exception of like a Crosstrek. You're like, oh, sub thirty, great, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I don't know. It's it was, um, yeah. I mean, I was just at the Volvo dealership when I was looking for cars before because they had a uh, Macan that was there, and I was I just looked around and stuff real quick, and I'm like, not bad. Yeah. Not my not my cup of tea, but not bad at all. I think both Volvo, Volvo's already moving up, and I think Lincoln is chugging not I, I doubt him. Lincoln will sustain though I don't know man they're making some some they're making some strong moves so it's 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 a make or break moment for them it's Lincoln though they're going to inevitably fuck up it, possibly yes that's kind of uh, what they do I don't want to click that um, okay Ryan Morris parents are moving to Florida I'm sorry mom drives a lifted Wrangler on 35s well just keep it and dad is getting a stipend of 650 a month for a car they're looking for a luxury car two or four doors as long as it has enough room to fit adults in the back for a short drive to the beach or dinner Audi A5 has made the short list any other ideas um, look at the sport back if they're looking A5 just because it's like uh, well yeah what else A5. is that? what else could they look at um, uh, look at look at like the new Genesis stuff yeah, right. look at the Genesis stuff. I mean, A5, so 
I'm assuming a black G80. What do those go for? That'll look like nice in the f- driving. They your should go other look at like a uh, fancy a, friends a to used, dinner. Uh, Lexus RCF or something like that too. Yeah, that's not good. The back seat room sucks. I know. They're looking for major. Okay, so GSF. <laughs> <laughs> GSF, but they it doesn't sound they're looking for a luxury car that doesn't mention sport so i yeah. don't i feel like they want more of like ls luxury so oh s90 volvo s s90 not the yeah. v90 s90 um, cadillac ct6 worth looking at not in my opinion um <laughs> you know what is a great deal though that i almost bought v sport the v sport's dope uh, i didn't mind it i, I didn't mind it i, I like had one i lot. got a speeding ticket and i just paid it today and um Speeding tickets in California are expensive as fuck. Yeah, so are parking tickets. Uh, I got a speeding ticket on the Audi RS5 launch in Arizona, and I was dreading the price, and it was like $60. My speeding ticket here, the infraction was similar, and it was $370. That fucking sucks. Yeah, I had a parking ticket right out in front of my house that they sent like it, my car was out there for a few days, so there was no ticket on the front of it. Mm-hmm. So they sent the ticket to my old house, and by the time it got forwarded here, it was late, and it was in an area where it wasn't posted that there was no parking. So I sent a letter on appeal, and they said, "Yeah, it's too late for you to appeal. You <laughs> owe us two hundred and sixty dollars." That sucks for a parking ticket. Fuck you, city of Redondo Beach. Yeah, Redondo, suck it. Uh, Craig on McBride. Let's say that this time it's real, and the Corvette is going to get a mid-engine variant. It is real, it's, dude. Yeah. It's What's the most logical? next car to go mid-engine to push its own performance envelope my guess is the gtr they have to do something to keep that car real. i mean that's not a bad guess i'm thinking they're going to hybridize that though um well they've already said they are well they they but they nissan says a lot it's of kind shit. of already i mean it's in the same vein as the c6 though in the it's a front mid i believe already yeah but front mid isn't like true mid corvette's going mid mid um like behind the driver mid or as i call it wank mid Wank mid? Yes, it's just you're going, ah, oh, my mid is better than your mid oh. because my mid is rear mid, your mid is front well, mid. Well, rear mid is real. Rear mid is real mid. Front <laughs> mid is front. Is, um, is like non-understeery front. Porsche is pushing that engine closer. Um, and if they keep doing it further on their race cars, it should only follow suit on their road cars. But I think your GTR is a good guess. I don't think it's going to happen. I think... Uh, that is going to be hybridized. I really think it'd be you're like, what if Mitsubishi was like, no, what? Fuck it. New Evo 20 or in 2020 Evo 20 mid engine electric supercar coming next year. The Hydrogen. new Mitsubishi 3000 GT and Dodge Stealth. Why are Audi Avants better looking than all other wagons? Is it just because we can't have them? Pretty much, yeah. No, I will, I will, I will contradict that. The Panamera wagon. The Panamera wagon is dope. The V90 does look really good, too. Panamera wagon is dope, but it's also expensive. Yeah. The Sport Turismo. Yeah, I, uh, I was scoping those at uh, Sport. It, uh, Beverly Hills Porsche. I don't know if you guys know this, but Chris is a Porsche owner now. I so guess. He does well, no, I mean, I just happened to be there, and I'm, like, drooling over that car while I was waiting for them. I was in the Porsche. you don't have your keys. Like yes. Sitting right there. I, I was put, in the poor line. My Mercedes. Oh, like my waiting for them. To, they're like, oh, you want a used you want a one? Ugh. You want a used Macan? my Mercedes key. So I was like last in the queue and I'm like, I'm like looking around in all the cars and I'm like, can I help you, sir? And I'm like, no, I'm just looking. 
I'm j- I was just finger pointing because uh, Car Kane's hit AMG wagons look good too. And they, they do. Are true. I saw one. You are yesterday. absolutely right, sir. I saw one just the other day. Um, David Six asks or says, "I live in the Rust Belt. Is it better to buy a local project car and fix the rust, or buy a car online from a nicer climate and ship it home? I have the skills to fix the rust, but Don't. not the time or wife's permission to travel somewhere to look at a car. So viewing the car in person beforehand is out. A lot of YouTubers seem to buy cars sight unseen, low risk or bad idea. It's they do." it for the drama of it um and 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 it makes for good content it really does make for good content Um, but you're not as far as i know you don't need to go quite so sight unseen i mean if you know somebody that lives in the area or you can find somebody that'll do you the favor or um you know you might even be able to find a local shop to go do a ppi for you right that's Um, always a good bet um i would dude buy a clean car don't try and clean the cancer off of it like cleaning a chassis if it's rock, if you, you can know, go see no. it and it's not bad and you have the skills to do it though you're going to find it for a lot less um, but i always want to sell my cars i want to list them on craigslists in like the middle of the country or the rust belts yeah be like hey california car um so whatever no there is a premium to being here or like florida cars are usually pretty good too yeah Although um, you got to watch out with water damage there. <laughs> yes, yeah, someone someone did a screenshot from when we were setting up the podcast. That is fucking great. Uh, that's my belly. Yes, you missed Jeff thrusting into the camera for three minutes straight. That's my belly. Which was great because it was right <laughs> over my shoulder the entire time. Um, oh, it, it was close, my friends. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm scrolling down to the Twitter questions. I'm sorry. It, it's it's easy to get distracted when you're doing this shit. So let's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Untitled Car Show asked a lot of questions. Dave Baltzar asked a question. Let's well, let's answer some questions. No, okay, I'm scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. David Baltzar at standard six speed. I'm gonna zoom in so people can see this shit better, and like we can get people to follow these other people on Twitter. You know, have some fun with it. David Baltzar at standard six speed. Have you ever been to an NHA NHRA event? No, and I would love to go to one. They look like they're awesome. I've been to lots of them hmm. uh, because I used to live Florida. Yeah. Because I lived 10 minutes away from Moroso, what is now Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach Motorsports Park. Very cool. No, I want to go, though. Untitled Car Show at Untitled's Car Show. You can have any car. This is a really weird question, but the Untitled Car Show is really good at really weird questions. You can have any car you want, but it's filled with magical mayo that fills the car to the bottom of the windows and automatically refills. It doesn't spoil in the car, but once it spills out or when taking out on you or your items, which car and why? I actually love mayonnaise. Um, I, I, this is how much I hate mayonnaise. You could ask me, sustain yourself on nothing but mayonnaise for a month or cut off a finger. I would ask you which finger. I love mayonnaise and I, I wouldn't do this. I don't want a car with mayonnaise in it. Like, I like that you ask weird questions, but I just don't want a car with mayonnaise. You have found the one food that just revolts me to no end. I, if I make like a chicken patty for dinner with some fries on the side, Mm -hmm. I will do a mixture of mayo and sriracha and dip my shit in that, and it's so fucking good. So it's like Mexican dressing. Kind of. Uh, I'm trying to get better at eating spicy foods. I've always been a pussy with spicy food, so I just add more sriracha over time. Untitled Car Show. Another question. If you were a cheese, what cheese would you be? I would be fresh mozzarella because it is just one of the greatest cheeses. That's a terrible answer, but that's my favorite cheese. So... Uh, I don't have a good answer for that one. That's going to require more thinking. So uh, let's just say... He's the middle finger. (laughs) Someone wrote that. Um, (laughs) Manual, smart car, great car or greatest car? I mean, a fun car. (laughs) You know who had a good one? BBI. 
Oh, I'm sure. BBI had a smart car as a shop car that their do- the shop uh, dog had destroyed the carpet, and so they put AstroTurf on the floor. Right. Uh, but they went and did full chassis work on it with coilovers and, like, bushings and everything. So they used, they're like, yeah, it's only marginally slower than driving a motorcycle. Uh, I had to jump to Patreon because I saw someone jump back over there with a question, and they're better than everybody. Uh, ben Reif asks, this is a good question for you, actually. Mm-hmm. There is no market ECU tuning support for the U.S. 1-liter Fiesta. Nothing from Mountain or Cobb. What are my options? I'd say wait because you'll have uh, you'll probably have options over the course of the next year as almost the entire Euro fleet goes three-cylinder. Yeah. Um, Another from Untitled asked a lot of questions. What do you put on your hot dog? I do ketchup or mustard. I'm not, uh, I'm okay with either or also chili. Um, I tend to, I like a good, uh, good old Heinz hot dog. Just a little ketchup on there. Tasty. Uh, worst place to be a car enthusiast, decimal drag race. I don't know what that is. Or a drag as in men in drag race. Decimal drag race is a stereo competition. Oh, I would much rather be with the delightful um drag men um in drag six talking and about one cars. half dozen in the other i, I don't want to go to a decimal drag i'm i'm old i'd r- much rather hang out with the delightful cross dress you know folks. what it is is it's with those guys is some of them you run into cool stuff like jubal uh formerly of clarion yeah um and like you see these guys doing like legit like cool engineering and custom work that i enjoy the douchiness factor of like the guys that are just blowing vape rings the entire time sucks but like the actual hard work that goes into it i can dig uh, okay absolutely. sure untitled car show is a good question why did i buy a fiero gt i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't like fieros um they're a good platform for building other shit i have a very close friend from uh back in boston who loves fieros he is wised up and built an amazing fox body though i've seen some cool fieros done though i i'm sure i just don't i don't know uh, this is a really good question from Joe Q. Joe Q car, Joe Cariotti. Joe! What car, if any, do you want to re-review because you think your opinion of it might have changed? That is a tremendous question that Oof. I should have thought about a bit more. Um, I don't think I have one where my opinion has dramatically changed. There has to be one, though. There has to be a car out there where if I drove it now, I'd be like, oh, this is so much better or this is so much worse. I would actually like to give, someone brought up the CT6. I would like to give that uh, Winthrop in Boston. I would like to give that, well, actually, no, the car is now, he lives in um, Saugus. No, not Saugus. He lives up in, it's not Somerville. Where the hell is he live? Worcester North or of, something? No. Medford? Uh, not Medford. It's Lynn and then Marblehead, and he lives next to Marblehead. Uh, Swampskit. He lives in Swampskit. He lives Swampskit. in Swampskit. Um, so uh, I would re- re-review the CT6 because I was so underwhelmed by it, and everybody else liked it. I thought the like 30-speaker sound system wasn't great at all because it was Bose. And then I just I didn't love it, and I went and a lot of CT6 owners sounded off in the comments. So it was a uh, I'd like to re-examine that car and see what's up. I, you know, one thing I will say is I am starting to give Bose a little more leeway because I've been in a few cars lately where it hasn't been garbage. Um, so I can't think of any specific cars that I drove years ago that my opinions drastically changed on. Right. But that would be one thing. Um, I think you and I have both been pretty fair. Of like, Even if a car is not like our thing, we know that it's for somebody else and, and it can objectively still be good. Um, also, Joe, I owe you an answer back, and I will text you after the show. There you go. 
live 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 updates uh jumping to facebook questions which i clearly don't have ready because i'm an idiot oh look a shot of my old civic hey um okay now we wait for the internet so how's your day um (laughs) you know i i I set up uh i set up a live streaming studio today right uh hung up some foam acoustic paneling let me know how the if it sounds echoey at all or anything in here because uh this is the first time we're doing this it doesn't seem echoey so i mean that's good no Um, we've got blankets on that wall i've got proper foam acoustic panels and like bass traps in the corner and uh tried to do everything to keep it out of the uh old view here um okay found the facebook questions first question from nico meager jag wagon or volvo great video by the way thank you very much jag Uh, i loved the jag yeah the volvo is the better wagon but the jag looks cooler you yeah, it does it does yeah. uh what is your favorite crate motor for your mercedes it's i mean a working i one? wanted the hemi but i'm going to talk about that and we'll get to that I, yeah. I there's more news on the wagon's front um we'll get to that good question though um if i was in the volvo i'd be like oh i would pick the volvo you put me back in the jag i'd probably be like you know i'm taking the jag uh so i don't know the real answer is e63 but that's not that's much more expensive than both of them Niles Rogers, what car would you take on a south-north road trip through Japan, twisties and toge runs included? Um, I mean, the easy answer is Skyline. Yeah, that's an easy answer. But the an NSX would be a great choice. O- OG NSX. No, new one's good, too. Uh, I would want something old, though. You know what I would want to do? I would want to do the Hakasuka, the old Skyline with the dope fenders, uh, the right, like, I think, with right. wheels. Just an older Hakasuka with a slightly modded L engine and, and yeah. You what do they do? Rebel? Who makes those engines? I don't know. I answered it, Ben. I got to it. Barring mechanical difficulty, an RX-7 could be a lot of fun, too. Yeah, the right RX-7, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like the FD RX-7 a lot. Or even the early ones, are like some of the Aussie market ones, the four-doors. The, and those weren't RX-7s, but oi, yeah. Oi, oi. Uh, Landry Neely, what trans are you using in the Benz wagon? 4L80E or T56? Can you also get an N- NV3500 manual cheap for an LS motor? We haven't decided on uh, trans yet. We're probably going to go with the 4L80E most likely. Do you want it to be auto? What? You want it to be auto? I don't auto? mind it being auto at all. Yeah, I don't want to cut the floor up if I... I mean, I know I already stuff an engine. In my head, it's an automatic. I don't foresee us going manual. If a manual gearbox arrived for the right price, I'd be like, fuck it, cut the thing up. But I want it as like an all-around cruiser. Yeah. So in my head, it's an automatic. If you could, try and go with a 6L80E. It's a much better Not transmission. T56? Uh, well... T56 is manual, but the 4L80 and the 6L80E, oh, I those are autos. Saying. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, David Bodenstein asks, if you could only drink one type of beer, which would you choose? Uh, I mean, I love, I know IPAs get a bad rap, but I love my IPAs. So if I had to drink nothing but one type of beer, just because I would be so worried about missing out on some great beers, I'd be tempted to go IPA, but there's so many lighter beers right now that are so good too. Like I really, I love Gosas and Sours and some of that stuff. Um, you wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a bad choice to just do nothing but like all the range of Sours. But there's also a wide range of IPAs and strong ales, so I'd probably stay that route just because. I'm gonna go with IBC root beer. IBC root beer, good choice. Because it's delicious. Good choice Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that your audio is loud and clear tst podcasts are practically unwatchable without post edit audio booming that's good to know um almost like i've been doing this podcast stuff for a long time so 
we're going to dive into our cars now. And I'm going to start it off. Actually, I'm going to start off with the other bands, the 280 sedan, because on the way here, it started to run like shit. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You generally ride, drive that thing around without too much drama. Yes. So it started. it's starting to get warmer. Um, like my temperature gauge is climbing higher. And Larry is getting larger. I think, I think maybe I'm going to check the thermostat if that's fucked and it's just not operating right correctly. Um, so I was in some stop and go traffic on the way here, just, you know, Southern California, that's the way it is. And as it got warmer, the car started running like shit, which makes me think I was, um, I, I think it was just fucking with the carburetor. So I think it was getting too hot. The car was doing stupid shit. Yeah. And so it started running rough, and it just got rougher the closer I got here. Um, I think the thing to check would be, and we go look after this, uh, go out with a flashlight, go see how your fuel lines are run and see if they're getting real hot. And if not, there's an easy fix and that you can put some sleeves around your fuel lines and probably help keep this cool a little bit better. It's, it's generally a hot engine because it's, it's, uh, it's just stuffed in there. You know, that was a bigger engine. I know they made the, it's yeah. the bigger six in the smaller car at the time so well it's, you can always put some speed holes in it yeah i could do speed holes the speed holes um they're speed holes so uh i can probably actually close no i'm gonna leave that up for now um so it's it was running like shit and it's really annoying but i did finally get my audio system fully done it's done. Oh, you did yeah i well now i absolutely have to go it out and sounds see good um are, are you sure you don't want to go do decibel drag racing i'm sure it <laughs> sounds i was expecting body panels to rattle just because it's an old car um nothing rattles it sounds crisp and clear hey uh, thank you for the uh thank you for the donation we need Dan. like a like a bell like if you're at a bar we do bigger, bigger, bigger. um uh, this will not be like cold stone we will not sing a, for you like on the iphone one there was an app that people got excited about that could make like a cowbell noise that's how far yeah that or apps. the old dj horn yeah um so the audio system in it is in we've got um We've got a th- a five and a quarters maybe in the doors. And this is all Clarion, right? Yeah, all Clarion. Yeah. It's, I'm doing a video on it. I'm doing a full story on it. It's going to come up this week. Uh, I think five and a quarters in the doors and then tweeters above. And then we didn't touch the Becker. The Clarion Marine head unit is mounted down in the and behind the shifter. you're just using Bluetooth, console. I assume? I can do Bluetooth. I can also, we mounted in the... Um, in the cigarette lighter, there's a USB port, so I can go that way yep. too, like a Clarion brand. It's kind of cool the way they did it. Then in the back on the shelf, we have two six by nines, and then in the trunk, we have a custom built enclosure for a sub with a hole cut in the back, so it it does right against the um, the uh, back of uh, the back seat, and it sounds great. All Clarion, all awesome. The red test curtains make them look too. Hey. Oh, don't change the light. No, he's right about the light background. We're not changing the background. No, 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 no. We're changing the placement of that light that is reflecting in the TV. Did you see that, how good I did on that point? Yeah, I know. Backwards. It's like it we're getting used to it or something. So um, the system is in video, at least a written story later this week, um, and video coming up because I owe Clarion a lot. A great thanks for that. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. But it started around like shit today. Well, let's take a look at it when we get out of here. Um, and then as far as like the podcast setup and everything goes here, guys, like this is very much the first version of it. Um, so Mike's could change at some point. We could go to labs. Oh, we're not I, I kind of like he's this setup. Bringing, he's just responding to that. No, no, no. I'm just filling them in on like what's going on. I like the mics. I literally just got this set up today. Um, so 
you know, uh, there's going to be a little more tweaking that goes on. But expect um, we're going to be able to do some more streaming video. Like, it probably won't be Jeff's desktop here for permanent sake. We'll be able to just throw video segments up on that. And the other cool thing is, is now that we have this set up, we're actually going to be able to do remote guests. So we won't have to have people in the studio here uh, all the time. So it's going to make booking a lot easier. Yes, um, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Though this, I do. I'm very impressed with Chris's setup here. He did an awesome job. Thank you. Very excited. So now the Benz is whatever the Benz moving to the Wombat, which is the other Mercedes, the, yeah. the wagon. Um, so uh, we'll get to upcoming reviews in a little bit. Um, the um, the wagon that we already told you that the Hemi engine and transmission are sold. Those are gone. Yep. Which is great. Um, and, and very reasonably so, actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I lost a little bit of money on them, but they were sitting for four years. You always do when you buy parts and then you sit on them. Like, I right. lost a grand when I sold that supercharger. And I sold it without the electrical, so it, it balances out. Um, so we potentially have a line already. My builder called me the other day. We potentially have a line on an LS crate motor that was in a hot rod that was in an accident. So the mileage is low. Okay. And he's the initial price the guy's asking isn't bad at all. And the builder said, I'm actually going to see if I can get him down a little bit if we give him cash. And I was like, I'm, and then it, it, there's no trans involved, but it's a crate motor with like the key, the electrics, the throttle pedal, like all that shit that you would get with the, with the crate if you bought it. Oh, hell. Yeah. Yeah. I turn literally turnkey. So uh, we awkward dad dance. <laughs> yeah. So it could okay. it could be great. Um, it could be great. So stay tuned. I'm very excited about that stuff. Now, speaking of upcoming reviews, I just gave back the um, what was I just editing? I was editing something. So the Volvo just went up. Oh, I just shot video today of the Dodge Charger Daytona. So the 392 Daytona. So mm -hmm. that one will be coming out soon. I'm currently editing the Baja trip. I went to Baja, Mexico. Drove wide open buggies for two days. Uh, we sh Josh. Ost Ostrander and I, we shot 500, he shot most of it, uh, 500 gig of bytes of fucking footage. Gig of bytes? Gig of bytes. Wow. 521 gigawatts of data was transferred. Um, so it, the, the footage is beautiful on the, his camera just takes really pretty stuff. So I'm very excited about that. Another upcoming review that'll be coming soon, I just did the finger point, is the, I get it this weekend, the Stelvio Quadrifoglio. Oh, I thought you had already had it for some reason. Nope. Um, that could be interesting. I'm driving it all the way to Yosemite. Uh, hopefully it makes it all the way to Yosemite. Yeah, I but I already said that. that last week. I, I know that. I didn't think about that. Um, and I hope it does too. Uh, and I think it will. I have faith. I got to have faith, the faith, the faith, but I think it's going to do it. Now, what's going on with your Macan? Any news? Just happy sailing? Uh, just did a little clean up on it. Uh, diddled car it? I diddled it. I diddled it, and I, I stuck my penis in the gas tank. Oh, uh, this is not a family-friendly podcast. No, it's not. Um, but uh, beer in here did, some, uh, did some leather conditioning on there and everything, and no joke there. Uh, but, like, CarMax, as it turns out, like, you can get a good deal there, as I did, but they do a really shitty job cleaning the cars and, like, detailing them. They basically just bring them in the line and, like, Back hose on. it out and yeah. sell it off. Um, but otherwise, still happy with it. Let's see. I'm, I'm catching up on chats here. Uh, Alpha jokes never get old, but, man, they're pretty. They are pretty. I do like those cars, but they're just broken often. Um, um, yes, yeah, so Macan's still happy. Oh, very much so. And now that 
like I'm getting the Fiesta ready for sale. Um, and then after that, the Corvette's becoming the focus again for the project. Um, I'm going to go back to doing that. I think one of the first priorities is going to be getting the interior done. Right. So it doesn't look like a craptastic C6 interior. Okay. Um, craptastic. So I like that. Nice leather. Like, I found a nice local shop that does really good interior work. I think I'm going to have them trim everything in leather. Uh, and they've given me some un- unrealistically reasonable pricing on it. So um, okay. I kind of want to. I kind of so I have a friend uh, in the industry, Travis Langness, who works for Edmonds. You, some of you might have seen his reviews online. Yep. Um, he has an Int- Acura Integra GSR. I think it's a GSR, and it's it's green. It's beautiful, and he just he sent it in for paint. Um, and I'm so jealous. I kind of want to do that to this Ben sedan, but I don't want to keep spending money on it if paint I'm going to sell it. Paint gets expensive real fast. I know, but he just, I know. I know. It cost me, like, when I needed to get all the body paint, like, I had that, and this is a long time ago, like, early, early podcast days, um, actually pre-podcast, of, I had a body shop do some really shitty work on my Corvette, mm-hmm. and it cost me, like, $6,000 to get the whole thing properly painted. Uh, and I didn't yeah, go for, sucks. like, some crazy shop. That was just, like, the amount of labor that goes into it. I know, because I would also want, like, the paintless dent done and the scratches. And it just bugs me that, like, the driver's side doors, the lowers don't – the paint needs help. And But whatever. I should just let the next owner worry about that and get the car just, like, set up f- for sale mechanically. This is a random question. Wait. Why not see if Bring a Trailer would auction your Fiesta? I've thought about it, uh, and uh, I haven't put a lot of thought about it, but I may look into it more this week. Uh, Federico Barbieri, random question. How are the Escort Mark II seen in the U.S. exotic, desirable, uh, or small and crappy? No, we love them. I, I love them, and I tell people they're, they're a really cool project car, especially because we can get the French ones brought over that are left-hand drive. <laughs> and they're not expensive. You can bring them over for like four or $5,000. Uh, no, they're, those cars are awesome, super yeah. awesome. Um, uh, you already said the Fiesta. You already said the Vet. Now, um, here's a bit of Hooniverse. Hooniverse. Hernia-verse. Um, Very different Starting a new medical website. It's all bulges. No. So we've been in the midst of back-end, well, it'll be front-end soon, but we're redesigning the site eventually because it's a bit dated. We need some of that fancy internet e-paint on it. Yes. Uh, I've been going back and forth with logo designs, with the designer we're working with, and I think the first two, we just... It's not that we weren't communicating. The designer's a great guy. I just didn't give him any guidance. I said, you do it. After the second one, I was like, here's where I think our inspiration lies. And he came back with a fucking great design. So I'm very excited about that. I'll share some images soon, and then I can't wait to, to do different shows. We're going to talk some and technical stuff. stuff and yeah. yeah. So I, we've, we've got new logos coming. Um, we've got a, a new website design coming. We've got so some, some stuff going on in the back end. Then the website's going to... I'll tell you where my inspiration came from for our website redesign. So there's this there's a mountain biking website that I like called the Loam Wolf, L-O-A-M, Loam Wolf. I love their layout. I love their attitude, their aesthetic, aesthetic. Um, and I found out who their designer was and went to that guy and we started chack, cha- started chacking, chacking, started chacking off. Started chacking off. We started chatting. Is it a live stream? We started talking, and uh, we and his price was, I thought, way more reasonable than I expected. I expected to reach out to a designer and go, nope, we can't afford that. Fun chat. And I was yeah. like, no, okay, this is totally reasonable. Um, so I'm very excited to share that soon. You know what we're going to get for this, too? Oh. No, no, I was just thinking, like, lower thirds. 
and then oh, dude, social media stuff. I have already done that with this previously. I just didn't have time to get that all done today. I was, I was just we'll have it that. next week. I did because I used a very similar setup when we were doing the uh, Forza live stream several years ago. Okay, um, so it's just a matter of a little bit of time and because uh, right there in the notes yeah. it says social meteors. Yes. So um, um, please. Sound up. Wait. Well, I think there's some more questions. There are some more questions. Hold on. on Twitter. The Twitter questions were mostly fakeness, um, but I'm going to go check yeah. for someone. Um, but Chris, as I check Twitter, you, um, as usual, like you can find me on Hayes, at Hayes Data on Twitter. Uh, I'm rarely there because I find Twitter to be a hopeless cesspool of internet garbage. Um, but I may rejoin society there at some point. Um, and then, as usual, if you want to do a podcast, go over to Shout Engine. I don't need to give you the spiel. You've heard it a million times. Uh, Thomas West at Too Fat for Carding, which is a great Twitter handle. It is a good Twitter handle. If I was to get into one discipline of driving, which would benefit my driving skill the most, drift or rally? For instance, for, if, for reference, I have a great grip car that I am learning in. I think on a base level, rally – got to get this shot of my stomach out of there. Rally would be a better overall knowledge base – skill to have chris are you using obs yeah. yes yes we are um, using obs rally will be a better overall knowledge base to have if you want to drift go drift but rally will teach you just um and you'll learn a lot of drifting and, and oh, rally yeah. anyway you will you will through through the process of it, but rally will teach you such a greater range of driving skills so that if you had to pick one rally no question drift is awesome but Rally is more Go to Team O'Neill. Go say hi to Wyatt. He will teach you well. Yeah, Wyatt's the man. Um, follow me on Instagram, at Hooniverse Jeff. Follow at The Real Hooniverse. On Twitter, I'm at Jay Glucker. You're already on our YouTube channel, so you know maybe subscribe yeah. if you haven't already. I'm assuming most of you have. Why else would you be here? Um, go to Hooniverse.com and read our stuff. We, uh, Like I said, the website redesign is coming. We're also in the midst. We're about to We do this thing every year the last few years called Project Car SOTU, S-O-T-U, and that stands for State of the Union. So where all of the various Hooniverse editors give you the State of the Union of their various project cars. And it usually lasts about a week, and it's a fun way to um, – just get good content about what's going on. Sometimes it'll be as simple as nothing. This car sucks, or it'll be a whole host of changes that have happened since the last time we talked about it. So those will be coming probably after the upcoming September holiday, and those will be really good. Um, live and let die cast. I'm enjoying you to shout in to host my podcast, Live and Die. Cast. Oh, no. And the stream just cut out an hour in. Oh, I wonder if it has recording limits. I think it does. Hold on. Oh. Or the camera just just see if you can uh, start it back up so we can say goodbye. Oh, the camera overheated. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm letting people know in the comments. So now we know we can go about an hour. I wonder what we can do about that. Figure it out. Hmm. Probably have to swap out to a different kind of camera. Yeah. Uh, could you just hit the buttons in case you have to stop the stream? Oh, the audio is still going. <laughs> Good yeah, thing we didn't say anything like really dumb. Man, we fooled those idiots.
That's funny. No, no, it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't an actually a recording limit. No, it was the, the camera. Uh, the camera overheated and yeah. shut off. Well, after an hour of live streaming, the uh, the the sensor on the camera just overheated. I'm making a John Krasinski the office face at the camera, like. Mm. So uh, yeah, thank you all for now listening. We'll get we'll figure out the camera for the next one so it doesn't do that. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, call this a show. That was pretty. I, I good. think that was a success for a dry run. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everybody. <laughs>